I'm late. No, you got here right on time. No, I'm late. It's the late show. Sorry, I'm late. You're too late. <laughs> the wizard is never late. Can I help you? Yeah, I, uh, I'm gonna see the show. But not to come late. You are late. You're late, man. Always late, huh? The hour goes late. You're late. I'm not paying for those. But is he already too late to save his friends? You're too late! And I'm like, dude. <laughs> You're not going from Mary Poppins to a savage killer. <laughs> I would say yes, it lives up to the hype. <laughs> what little hype I had for it, it was pretty damn good. Sue. It's been a little bit. Yes, okay. We're back. Hello everyone, this is Late to the Show podcast with John and Jake. We're, we're trying out a new intro. <laughs> An actual intro, intro. Yeah. But uh, sorry, we were uh, off last late. Well, we were uh, off last week, and we're going to be a little late today. But we're going to get. This is literally going to be the most up to date episode we've ever done because <laughs> we're editing it right after we're done talking yep. and putting it up. So and you know what? I never promised them any time on Tuesdays. I no, just you said did not. Every Tuesday, as every long week. as they're up Tuesday, it's all that fucking matters. And they haven't been, but that's okay. <laughs> we've missed what two weeks now. We missed two weeks. And we have one was for episodes no... up? Yes. Okay. This will be episode 12. All right, cool. We've done a dozen. All right, we're done. Good job. <laughs> Holy sh... Oh. <coughs> I'm retarded. I'm stupid, sorry. Did you forget what dozen means? Well, no, I was thinking 12. Wow, we've been doing this for a year. But I'm a freaking moron. <laughs> we're not doing one a month there, Jake. <laughs> I mean, maybe we've been recording about one a month, but... Mm. Um, oh, that reminds me, speaking of one a month, a friend of mine, Dylan Hatcher, has a podcast as well called The Scene That Got You. Okay. He releases it once a month where he also talks about movies, but he talks about his friend's favorite movies. I will be recording that on Friday the 10th, and that will be going up on Wednesday the 15th. So First... go, go listen to his podcast. It is also on Spotify, Apple um he uses the same exact podcasting uh publisher that we do so it'll be in quite a few places i believe he's got it on google as well so go listen to that also i think your uh computer's about to oh do some shit it's trying to update and i said no sorry sorry (laughs) to interrupt the the plug there for your friend's podcast but uh so go that, listen that, to that one a, yeah. at all the places you listen to podcasts. <laughs> yeah, we will be. Uh, it was called, what was it called again? It's called The Scene That Got You. The Scene That Got You. Yep. He's only had one episode so far, so I'll be guest number two. The first episode was with another friend of mine, Brandon Miracle, who uh, they talked about the movie The Lion King. I don't know if you've seen that. <laughs> I think everyone's seen The Lion King. <laughs> I haven't seen the new live action one. Well, they did not talk about that one. They talked about the original Lion King. <laughs> The new live action one's not out yet, anyway. So correct, but uh, and we can't even pretend like it will be out by the time this podcast releases. Yeah. It's coming out today. Um, but what are we talking about today, Jake? Today we are talking about Men in Black One, the original <laughs> one, the OG, not the comic book. Which apparently I didn't realize yes. it was a comic book. Now, apparently, from what I read somewhere, the comic book was much more violent and more like authoritarian and not quite so much a comedy. Huh. Lowell Cunningham <coughs> what? is the creator of the comic. He wrote the comic book, Lowell Cunningham. Oh, Lowell. Lowell. L-O-W-E-L-L. I thought you said, like, Lowell, like you were pronouncing L-O-L. Lowell. <laughs> no. <clears throat> but we were talking about the Tommy Lee Jones, Will Smith, 1997 classic. 
Jake. Men in Black. Had you seen this movie before? I had not seen this movie wow, before. Wow, what movie Jake hadn't seen. This is what, two? Maybe three? I think so, yeah. That you have seen. That anyway. I have seen. Okay, no, two. We've done I... a few that neither of us have seen. No, I guess but... it would be three because it was both of the Mortal Kombat movies and now Men in Black. Yeah. I think there's another one, though. Well, we both hadn't seen Clerks, and I think that was the only other one that you hadn't seen. So, third movie that I've seen that you haven't. <laughs> right. Okay. So, Jake, we'll start with you. What'd you think? I liked it. It, <coughs> it was uh, different than I thought it was going to be, though. What, what were you expecting? Well, just because I knew that there was a Men in Black 2 and a Men in Black 3, all with Tommy Lee Jones, I kind of thought like it was going to be more like, uh, you know, like kind of more know. about their relationship together. Like okay. more of a buddy cop style type movie. Which it kind of was. Kind of, but it was like it wasn't like uh Lethal Weapon where you get a lot of background yeah. information on both characters. Correct. So when it came to the end of it and he said uh spoiler alert that he was looking for a replacement, <laughs> for not a, a partner. Twenty two year old movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Twenty two uh, okay. But um when he said he's looking for a replacement, not a partner, I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, really surprised me <laughs> so the fact and then when i looked back at the movie how it was just kind of fast paced rolling through it it did kind of feel like a intro course into being a men, men in black. black man in black yes one of the men in black that sounds better there you go <laughs> uh, but it was a good movie i liked it actually yeah and i'm I, and uh, i mean there's like some stuff where you can see how it's dated a little bit but that doesn't really yeah. bother me at all yeah, it, it's, you know, some primitive CGI, like uh, the bug at the end. Um, yeah, that. Looked like Reptile from Mortal Kombat, but uh, slightly better. better. <laughs> Still better than than that. But uh, And no, I will never not bring up Mortal Kombat, apparently. Um, <laughs> and then also the tentacle but, monster in the car when looked, uh, it had the baby. Looked infinitely better than, like, anything. Like, oh, than anything in Mortal Kombat, yeah. Well, anything in Mortal saying... Kombat. I don't even think... Well, I mean... I didn't even think that looked that dated. I think for what they were doing, like I thought it looked just fine. For something in the background, yeah, it wasn't that yeah, big a deal. It was I a mean, little but blurred you can tell it's, it's a like, little older. <laughs> yeah, but I think because it was a little blurred out and in the background, it looked real and it, it like you don't immediately go to, oh, that's really crappy CGI. Mm. It's like, oh, that doesn't look bad because it's blurred out a little bit in the background and that just helps. All right. But... Uh, no, I mean, I it, it it astounds me that you'd never seen this one because this is one that I've seen numerous times. It's one that I'd always see on TV, but I really actually just never cared to click on it. <laughs> That's and fair. it's something all my friends have seen. So, yeah. like in 2013, when Men in Black Three was coming out, everyone yeah. was jazzed up about it. Could not give a shit. <laughs> it's like, and that's so fair. I went through a lot of. You haven't seen these movies, yeah. so that was a big At least thing with for this me. One. Yeah, for this one. Um, this one is, I still think, probably the best one. Um, mm. like, I didn't mind two. I know two gets sometimes kind of slammed, but I don't. I don't mind two. Three was, I think, better than two. Um, but I had actually forgotten that this one, and I don't know why, but I had forgotten that this movie ends with Tommy Lee Jones getting uh, his memory erased. <laughs> Even though it makes sense because spoiler alert for the second one. It starts with, first off, the the woman whose name I don't remember, uh, who's the coroner who becomes a Men in Black okay. operative. Um, she is not in the second one at all. At all, they didn't even Austin Powers her out where she was like a fembot. And no, <laughs> I, I, I to to what I recall, 
She's just not in it, okay. from what I remember. Because <laughs> it opens with Will Smith and Patrick Warburton. Oh, all right. Um, and Patrick Warburton is just like, he can't do it. He's like, he has like this big meltdown at like, like this big crying meltdown in like a restaurant and it's, it's humorous and like, uh, <laughs> hilarity ensues. <laughs> Zed, uh, gets upset because, uh, Will Smith, uh, agent J is constantly, I had to relook if he was J or K, I couldn't remember, <laughs> um, has been like neuralizing like all of his partners. Because, like, he's, like, they're terrible. He's, like, he's just, like, not, no, not good enough. Um, and says, like, you need to stop fucking doing that. You need to work <laughs> with somebody. Um, and then there's this big threat, and they have to get the best, you know, the best MIB agent whoever was back. And they have to go get K mm. and, like, bring him back into the fold. Um, fun fact, there's just, there is a tool that can just deneuralize you. So, like, if you've been neuralized, there's a machine that can give you all your memories back. Well, yeah, I mean, you can just write that into this movie. <clears throat> where yeah. they could write in any weapon that they wanted to in the first one. Yeah. Which you kind of felt like they did. <laughs> the noisy cricket. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so, but I had forgotten that that, that was even a part of this movie that, that Kay gets neuralized. He's allowed to go back to his civilian life that he was, that he wanted to quit. And I'd actually forgotten the opening scene. Yeah, it's pretty interesting also that uh, the chick just took him back also. She didn't find her own family after he was gone for. 40 years yeah, when he however, disappeared in the 60s. However, yeah, something so like that. So 30 years, I guess, is the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh yeah, it's you. I forgot about you. Where have you been this whole time? <laughs> Stuff. Probably neuralized her. That's <laughs> again. Well, no, he already got neuralized. So what, he just walked back to buttfuck nowhere out in Kansas and was like, I guess. Here I am. I guess, but... Man. But, uh... So... Uh, I will say this, though. I do remember, uh, if it's 2002, I remember going to the theaters to see Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, and we got in the theater so early that yeah. I caught the very end of Men in Black 2, <laughs> and the, I got to sit through the whole credits for Men in Black 2 before seeing Spider-Man. Nice. So before actually watching the movie, that was the most Men in Black I'd ever seen. Was watching the, the very, very end bend, of very Men in Black 2. Interesting. Luckily, I really kind of don't remember it, so I've got something That's to look forward yeah, to. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we'll do Men in Black too, because uh, Men in Black International is coming out this year. So, uh -huh. how do you think that's going to look, or how do you think that looks? It looks fine. I like uh, I like Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth as a team. So, hmm. what else has Tessa Thompson done? Well, she was Valkyrie. In oh, was she Valkyrie? Yeah. Oh, okay. Huh. Well, yeah, that kind of works then, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so they've already worked together. Uh, they've definitely got some proven chemistry there on screen, so I'm I'm excited to see them work together more. Um, <clears throat> what'd you think of Vincent D'Onofrio uh, as Egger? <laughs> it's kind of weird. I mean, like he doesn't look like Vincent D'Onofrio for right. most of the movie. And I kind of wonder why they even would bother casting Vincent D'Onofrio since he, you know. Doesn't look like himself at all. Doesn't use his voice at all or anything you like get, that. Yeah, but you get the acting chops of Vincent D'Onofrio. I mean, what acting chops? He's just yelling and being grouchy the whole time. Yeah, but yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio. But he did a good job. I yeah. mean, he played the character well, I suppose. But yeah, I mean, it was. I was surprised that. Uh, I mean, I guess it made sense too, since he's in like rotting skin. Yeah, that's that just starting just to like getting fall grosser apart. and grosser yeah. and grosser. Which is actually something I picked up this time. Yeah. Like how like his body was starting to like decay because it was just like a skin suit. <laughs> right. 
Uh, but yeah, I I liked uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. I mean, he kind of creepy guy. I yeah. mean, if you've seen uh, Full Metal Jacket, yeah, it's a he very plays different really weird character. characters. Very, a lot of weird characters. Yes. Except in uh, he makes weird Jurassic World. I wonder how much of this role was like an acting choice, or how much of it was like written, like the voice and stuff like that. Have you seen uh, Magnificent Seven? Yes. So the big character that he plays in that, is that where big he trip. has a squeaky voice, he talks yeah. like this. I wonder if it's like that. Like, was that written for you, or did you just like come up with? I don't know. I don't know <laughs> enough about Vincent D'Onofrio. To... But once they uh, led into the um, <clears throat> the alien bio, where it said the bugs are like really angry and have basically uh, what what was it? Um, not Napoleon complex, but. I think that's what they said, like a uh, Napoleon complex or inferiority complex. Inferiority complex. Then it started to really make sense. His whole, like, the way he was behaving the whole time and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and then the uh, sugar water scene was funny, too. When he yeah. first walks back in the house. And sugar he water. pulls his skin back like yeah. uh, Beetlejuice. <laughs> yep. Uh, it was actually really weird. Um, I was going to mention earlier, too, before we started recording. The woman who played his wife... Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we had watched the we watched this movie about two weeks ago, and uh, Molly and I have started watching uh, uh, the TV series "What We Do in the Shadows," based on the the movie "What We Do in the Shadows," and now there's a TV series of it. What we do. It's about vampires who are like living in oh, Staten Island. And okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I've seen previews for that. It, now. Okay. It's it's good, um, especially if you like the movie, but. Uh, there was one they a recent one they had to go to animal control because one of them was a bat and like got caught by animal control and got locked <laughs> like and they were trying to like rescue him from there and uh, this woman shows up and I'm like I'm stunned like I know who this fucking woman is and it's the woman who plays his wife oh really yeah it was so weird I'm like I just saw this woman in something and we looked it up it's like oh it's the wife from Men in Black <laughs> well now I'm trying to find is she Mrs Edelson no um. Go back up. Edgar doesn't have a last name. No, I know, but she's got her name. Is it this lady? Yes. Beatrice? Yeah, Beatrice. Her name's Slavin. Slavin Fallon Hogan. Sure. <laughs> uh, so yeah, scroll down. Oh, she was on Seinfeld. She's also in Forrest Gump. <gasps> was she the bus driver in Forrest Gump? Yeah, she was. How about that? And she's the bus driver in Forrest Gump. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what we do in the shadows, the animal control officer. It was really weird to... See her just pop up in something. <laughs> <coughs> no. So yeah, watch Good what we do in shadows. Good for oh, that's Siobin, not Slobin. Siobin Fallon Hogan. That sounds like a fucking like, spell from Cinderella. I was gonna say it sounds like like a Dutch name. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Goodbye, Siobin. Nice knowing you. Anyways, uh. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I was kind of like, um, I guess I was expecting a lot more questions to be answered with this movie, like where they would really go in depth to like all of like the men in black world, like in this facility and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's just kind of like that era of movie where it's like we're getting from point A to point B to point C, like kind of just moving through it quickly, step by step. But it fits also with the whole like, um dynamic between k and j yeah 
where we're, he's like just trying to like train him quickly to turn him over into an agent so Kay can get out of there. Yeah. Which is funny. It'd be like training someone <coughs> at McDonald's. Like, this is the grill. You just flip the burgers, do this, this, and that. Don't ask too many questions. You just start doing it, and then you'll get the hang of it. Yeah. So it kind of actually had a lot of that feel to the movie, which I liked. Yeah, and, and like, um, what was I going to say? It, it, part of it, too, is, you know, back in the 90s, especially like comedies, as you can see, it was an hour and a half. Yeah, like there was short. way more hour and a half movies way back when. Now the standard's like two hours, two hours fifteen. Yeah, I wonder what the budget was for this. If you, I think that's on IMDb. I think they usually can sh- will show that. Oh really? Yeah. Well, hold on. I'm already doing this now. All right. <laughs> that's fine. I know it's got it on Google really easily. Well, I mean, I would put, yeah, I would put in Men in Black budget, not usually just Men in just Black. Usually, just says it in the info. Jesus. Ninety million. Ninety million. Jesus, that's bigger budget than I thought it was going to be. I bet you anything it was to pay for uh, the CGI, some of the CGI, and then uh, to pay for Will Smith, Tommy Lee Jones, and Rip Torn. Yeah, but well, I guess Will Smith was really big at that point. I mean, I mean, he had already had Fresh Prince '97. Yeah. yeah, and, and this was he'd I think been a rapper for quite a while. Yeah, and I, and I want to say this is probably getting close. To, this was right around his big, you know, emergence onto the scene. Yeah, you know. Well, Independence Day had a smaller budget than this movie. I haven't seen Independence Day either. You haven't seen Independence Day? Ah, no, shit. I haven't. Was that a real reaction? Yeah, or? it was a real reaction. <laughs> I'm like, shit. You haven't seen Independence Day? Let's find out when the Fourth of July is, if it's a Tuesday. And uh, I also can't believe Men in Black Two had a fifty million dollar more budget. Fourth of July is not a Tuesday, but we will be watching Independence Day and releasing it the Tuesday before Fourth of July. Sounds good. Thematically, go with that. <laughs> I cannot fucking believe you haven't seen Independence Day. Yeah. I I also don't like um. Oh, what's his name? Who's the guy that everyone likes from Jurassic Park and Independence Day? Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, I don't like Jeff Goldblum. Shocking, I know. Yeah, I'm I, stunned in the silence. There. I find him very annoying, <laughs> but whatever. To each his own. Yeah. Um, well, we could still be friends. So, um, <laughs> so, okay, when did you first see Men in Black? Did you go to the theaters to see it? Or I don't think I saw it in theaters, but I, I don't know when I was a fucking kid. Five? I was five when it came out. Okay, maybe I saw it in theaters, but I really doubt that. I doubt it. It was PG thirteen, John. So I don't think you should have been in theaters seeing this movie. I don't. I saw Die Hard too young. All right, not well, for you. <laughs> yeah, well, Die Hard's rated R, and I saw that movie, so. When I was probably too young for it. Again, my dad let me play Duke Nukem when I was a fucking child, too. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he would let me go see Men in Black in theaters. Don't worry. Okay. But I don't think I saw it in theaters. Just on general principle of it. So. <clears throat> and it still holds up pretty well, too. 7.3 oh, yeah. No, this one, I like. I think this one's aged really well. I think just it's still a really, really good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite joke is, uh, when they're at the coroner's office and he neuralizes her and then, uh, Jay like keeps talking about like the aliens and everything and he goes to neuralize her again. He just barely get, and Jay barely gets his sunglasses on. He's like, dude, you're going to give her brain cancer or something. (laughs) Um, but Will Smith's reaction of just trying to get his glasses on quick enough. (laughs) Right. How many times do you think you've seen this movie? I mean, like, is it a shit ton of times or? I mean... Is to it be just enough to like? It's enough where I've seen, like, I can, like, I, I've got like the pacing of it all down. I, 
You've got the maybe scene selection like, in your head. You know, like each like yeah. I don't like if we're being entirely honest. So. Maybe like ten times, but okay. But that's a lot for one movie. Yeah, for one. But I mean, you think about how many times. Like, it's probably it's probably been like five years since I've even seen this movie. Oh really? Like I probably didn't watch this since Men in Black Three came out, hmm. and I only saw that once. <laughs> but I've it wasn't as good. It wasn't uh, like none of them have been <laughs> as good as the original in in, in my book. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just, it's it's a great movie. And, again, it blows my mind that you hadn't seen it. Because it's, it's a really light and kind of fluffy movie, too. Like, it doesn't, like, amount to anything. It's just, but it's fun. There's action. There's comedy. It's well, that's the thing for Will me. Smith. I mean, like, I know it does amount to something eventually because it has two sequels and a third one on the way. Yeah, but, I mean, just because a movie is light and fluffy and doesn't amount to anything, I mean, I'm talking more like... Like they even mentioned in the movie, it's like there's always something going on. There's always going to be some big galactic event. Right. Whatever. We'll be fine. We always are. So it's just like at the end of it, it we know they're going to be okay. Like we know they're going to sort it. We know it's not going to be like, you know, world changing. Right. To, to use more recent movies, it's not end game. It's not like it's not Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, it is, but just no one else knows about it. Well, no one else knows about it. And they just know they're going to figure it out anyway. Yeah, and they'll be fine. <laughs> but, I mean, it doesn't have, like, the consequences of Infinity War and Endgame and things like that. Right. It's just, at the end of the movie, at the end of 90 minutes, status quo will be maintained mm-hmm. in Men in Black. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Like, this is the sort of movie that, like, you could throw on and, like, I'll sit down. I'll just, wherever, whatever point you're at, I will watch the rest of that movie. I might do it now. <laughs> Considering I've seen it now, so yeah. Okay, what'd you think of the test he had to take at the beginning oh, I liked to it. get in? Yeah, and like I, I like all the out of the box answers and stuff. Yeah, and I was th- I was even overthinking. I was like, oh wait, maybe that's why they're gonna like him. And but Zed still didn't like him. He just like t- had to talk to Cave. I was like, are you sure about this guy? He's like, yeah, he's the one. he's the one I want. And but his big reason was he chased down this one type of alien. Yeah. So you tell me all those other guys who are like army rangers and like fucking green the best berets, of the best of the best of the best. right? But they what, couldn't run as fast as Will Smith. <clears throat> Will Smith, a beat cop in New York. Well, I think again, I think what it is is, and I've seen this explanation. And I felt really stupid that I didn't come to it myself. Is the test isn't like like that writing test where they're all like uncomfortably trying to write on it. The test is the fact that they will think outside the box. Well, yeah, but, and that's what I was thinking too, until Zed turned to K and said, are you sure? Yeah, but also because, but I mean, just the way like he, like he gave the whole explanation, but then at the end he's like, and I'd appreciate it if you'd stop busting my chops about it. Like, you know how he said that to Zed when he's like, you know, I appreciate if you just, you know, lay off my back for the decision that I made. And mm. so, like, he, so Zed had the issue with him being anti-authoritarian uh-huh. because oh, he was just yeah, like okay. he. So the test was yes, it was the little girl. Yes, the test was just go grab the damn desk so that you can comfortably take this test. Right, and I did like his answer. Like, I mean, there's the whole place is covered with aliens, and there's one little girl where reading all these te- monsters are. Reading a textbook that's way too advanced for her. <laughs> <laughs> reading about physics. <laughs> So, yeah, and then also, you know, the wheeling over the table. Oh, you guys want to use this? Yeah. <laughs> you guys want to squat down over here? <laughs> it's just, yeah, I mean, it was the same thing in, like, uh, Kingsman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the solution was always the out-of-the-box solution. Right. 
So I did kind of pick up on that, and then, like, it lost me at the point where Zed was like, I don't know about this guy, because I was thinking, like, oh, so Jay really was just wrong in doing the way he was doing things. Yeah, no. It was... So I was on that track, and then Zed threw me off of it, but okay. Yeah. All right. I, it... I forgot it had to do with him being the anti-authoritarian yeah. type thing. Well, I mean, it was the same, because, like, Zed's like, you're going to have to work with him, too, you know, basically, or, like, knows it. It's like, okay, you're going to have to work with this guy. Mm-hmm. Are you sure you're going to be okay dealing, having to deal with the fact that he's going to probably question you at every step? Right. So. Uh, and actually, that's kind of funny because in that book I've been reading about writing and like character yep. development, mm-hmm. since Jay's the main character, he kind of has a problem with authority. Whereas the bug, who's the main opponent, well, I guess, Tom, okay. But since the bug's the main villain in the movie, he has like the inferiority complex, so there's kind of a bit of a parallel there. Yeah. And they just kind of, well, Jay actually figures it out. He uh, solves that problem in his way, and the bug just, you know, keeps doing his thing that way. And that's yep. why it kind of leads to the bug's downfall because he fell for uh, Jay calling him out and stuff. Yep. And then he got blown up anyway. <laughs> exactly. From the inside. But what I've learned is that. W- the best way to write characters is to make your hero and your opponent have the same moral dilemma, but then the hero just has to solve the moral dilemma yeah. and it'll eventually, the moral dilemma will be the opponent's downfall because they don't figure it out. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he learned to actually just do what Kay said and it ended up working out. Yeah. It is just a good movie. It's very well put together and mm-hmm. stuff. And then it won an Oscar for makeup also. Yeah. Which it had to do a lot for all the different kinds of aliens. like Especially in the way the eyes blink for most of them. Yeah. And the <laughs> and dog. Then, yeah, the dog. The um, insect aliens that drink coffee. Yeah. Uh, Tony Shalhoub. Who, again, I forgot was in this movie. And it doesn't look, really look like Tony Shalhoub. Right, they kind of made him look really weird. <laughs> well, I mean, how many takes did they have to blow his head off, so... How many times did they blow his head? Just once, right? Just once. Okay. Is he in the other movies? Yes, in oh. two. Alright. And guess what? Gets, Gets his head, head blown, blown off. off yeah. <laughs> um, I like how he just says, do you know how much that stings? Yeah. Like, stings. But then he's, like, really afraid of getting his head blown off again. It's like, I mean, if it just stings, why are you so afraid to get your head blown off? Yeah, but maybe it hurts, like... Way too much. <laughs> I guess it should at least. If you can get your head blown off and you're fine, it should at least hurt. Yeah. Um, <coughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, there's like no really glaring issues with this movie. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like in 1997 it was like the top of CGI and... Yeah, there's... Know. Like there's not even plot holes I can think of. Yeah, not really either. Unless you look at them as the trilogy, in which case, when you said in two, how uh, what's her face isn't even there. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I mean, like, it sets it up for like he's been going through partners, so yeah, I, mean, I think he they could have very easily just like gotten rid of her, also. Yeah, especially since she had no training anyway, and she was just all of a sudden a man. Of yeah, and she, well, and she knew stuff like she was like talking about like aliens and shit. Like, well, they had to make her a person in black at that point because she did know so much. So like, well. We just yeah. lost that old guy, and then we lost Kay. <laughs> so I guess we got two spots to fill. Yep. And I was wondering, though, so since they do letters, it's just, mm. uh, what, does every country or every city just get uh, 26 men in black? I don't know. I. Well, I mean, yeah, it's a good question. Based on Because I'm wondering based on international and stuff. And then 
I mean, the only place they worry about really was Manhattan. Yeah. And then they go out of town when they hear about Edgar and stuff. But Maybe. for the most part, they're located in Manhattan. Yeah. And that's kind of what I'd always assumed was like, this was it. This was all of Men in Black was right here. Right. So. But based but, on all the stuff they can do, you would assume that they'd be all over the world. Yeah. But it's also weird that Zed is the one in charge in Manhattan when we say Z, not Zed. So I guess that would make you assume that it was started in England first, maybe. No, because no, it was started no, they, at yeah. that one landing. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I don't know then. So it started... How many people did it say like were there? It couldn't handful, have been 26. I think, just I think they said a handful. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But... I mean, it had to at least be up to K because he was actually at the original. Well, no, it's just their first names. And then they just drop it down to their first initial because his like name was John or James or something. And then they just changed it to J. Yeah, but I mean, they couldn't have three J's. Yeah, I got Could they? Yeah. That'd get confusing. <laughs> you would just I know. It, you would just, it's Men in Black. You would just know who you're, who they're talking to. You know what? I'm just going to have to watch the other movies. Guess I'm so. I'm going to figure this out. <coughs> Where's the Men in Black wiki? <laughs> I'm uh, do could, a deep dive into I'm Men in Black. You could probably look it up right now. I'm sure. Like... But I do kind of like that it leaves room to speculate what the world is like. Yeah. Because they were so, like, they had such brevity with the lore of Men in Black. Like, mm. I mean, like, they tell you when it started, and they kind of let you know, like, this shit happens all the time. No yep. matter how crazy it is, It believe me, it happens every day. And no one else knows about it. And yet we all continue, the Earth continues spinning. Right, and then you just get subtle glimpses to the technology that they have. Yep. The fact that they can communicate with aliens, but they don't tell you how they communicate with them. Just tell you, we can do it, don't worry about why we can do it just yep. know that we can do it how is unimportant right and then the subtle references to like what um technology they've taken and adapted from alien tech what they say um what are the different inventions that they've gotten from technology was it like just kind of like and a stuff? lot of stuff like yeah i mean most of the tech at men in black was borrowed from well, aliens but like at one point uh k <clears throat> when he's showing jay around the offices it was right before Jay let that Super Bowl bounce all over the office. Yeah, I th- I think uh, I actually accidentally talked over that bit. Oh, really? So, I don't John. remember it. Yeah. Shame. But, uh... <laughs> but it was like shit. a bunch of, like, base technology. I think they even said, like, cassette tapes at one point or something. Probably. <laughs> Nelvis was an alien. King's not oh, dead. Yeah. He just went home. Right. I actually talked over that part, and Kate stopped the movie and rewound it so I could hear it, because <laughs> I missed it. She's like, did you hear that? I was like, oh. And Tommy Lee Jones, upside down, <laughs> right. rocking out the... Which is weird, because I've always heard Tommy Lee Jones is not like... He, he, he always like didn't want to do, like... Or didn't like when other people were like wacky off-camera. Like, allegedly, like, when... Uh, like Jim Carrey on the set of Batman Forever. Oh, okay. Like tried to like be buddy buddy with him, and Tommy Lee Jones like I'm not putting up with any of your antics. <laughs> you know, he's and, very kind of uh, clean. I mean, I've always heard he's an asshole. That's for on so. the film, and then outside of this, I'm I'm a different guy. Yeah, <laughs> but again, I've always heard he's an asshole. So, oh, like, really? Yeah, that's kind of a bummer. Yeah, I always assumed he was probably pretty chill and cool yeah from everything i've ever heard about tommy lee jones he's kind of an asshole but that's disappointing well we're never gonna get him on the podcast now either so way to go <laughs> who have we lost now we've lost uh we've lost stallone Sylvester stallone and tommy lee jones. tommy lee jones and possibly nick cage 
Eh, we didn't say anything bad about him. We actually said uh, we wanted to see his movie. So well, that's true. We would. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'll go see shit of Nick Cage's on it. So. <laughs> Um, There's a lot of movies I haven't seen with Nick Cage in it, though. He's been making quite a few lately. He does make a lot. I do want to see that. He doesn't say no to movies. <laughs> Getting a little further off topic, I do want to <coughs> see that one horror movie where uh, him and his wife, their parents... Mandy. What? Mandy? Oh, their parents... Uh, and they try to kill their kids. I, I heard that one's not that good. I actually heard it was good. Oh, well... I heard it's a, over the top, but in a to, good way. To be fair, the person I heard it from, I can't trust their opinion on movies, so... Was it Nick Laudacina? No, somebody I worked with. <laughs> oh, okay. Who doesn't work there anymore, but... Was it the stinky deodorant guy? No. Oh, okay. No, I wouldn't trust his opinion on anything, but... <laughs> Especially hygiene. <laughs> you got yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, so I had heard that one was not good, but also... Mm-hmm. I don't really trust that person's opinion. So, um, now I want to see that movie Mandy though that he's that he was in. It was like some weird like psychedelic like revenge slasher type movie that like oh. this like satanic biker cult like kidnaps his girlfriend or some shit and he goes on like a <laughs> rampage to get her back and it's weird and trippy. That's like the best that I know of it. Oh. Not seeing it, but have you seen Drive Angry? No. No, oh, that's kind of a good movie. I saw Bangkok Dangerous. That was not a good movie. I didn't even know that movie. I've heard of it, but I didn't know he was in it. Yeah, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> have it's you not, seen Face Off? I have not seen Face Off. It's the movie where he takes his face, face. off. Yeah, I, That's I actually know a good movie. I, I, know, I know and I want to see it, but... <laughs> I like John Travolta, so... <laughs> yeah, I just, I've, I've just never got around to it. While you're here, I have that vinyl, What's New Pussycat? Oh, shit, yeah. I bought that for you months ago, and I keep kept forgetting Which, that and I again, had it. I don't even have any way to play it, but... That's fine. It works. I played it when we got home, so. That's good. Can I pay you back for that? <laughs> I don't think so. I can check Venmo, though. I'll check the transactions. Right. <clears throat> Anyways, back to Men in Black. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, uh. So does it live up to the hype? You've, uh, heard a lot about it, I'm sure, and they've got another one coming out, and. Yeah, I think a big part of its hype is nostalgia-based, because, mm-hmm. I mean, it came out when a lot of people were kids, and that's the people who love it so, so much. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't live up to that hype, just because I saw it when I was 24, but yeah. I enjoyed it. I yeah. I do agree it was a good movie. It didn't, like, totally fall short of what I thought it was going to be. It's a different movie than what I thought it was going to yeah, be, well, so I, in that, I guess it kind of lives up I, to I, it. I, th- I think we kind of touched on it really briefly, but what, what movie did you think it was going to be? How did you think it was going to be like? Um, hmm... Let me, th- well, now it's kind of hard to think of what I thought it was going to be before I had ever seen it, but, so they spent a lot of time just getting Will Smith to be into the Men in Black. Yep. So, I guess I thought there was going to be, like, I thought it was going to be, like, a longer, over more time. Okay. So, like, I thought it was going to kind of be a little more like Kingsman, I guess, in a way, <coughs> where yeah. it's... Like months, months of training and stuff like that so i thought mm. they were gonna do a lot of training getting him up to where he is like the best person for the job sort okay. of thing but um see in that regard though i'm not disappointed because yeah. it, then it kind of puts you more you empathize more with will smith where you're seeing all this for the first time and you're just supposed to understand it yeah and you're supposed to just go oh, okay and you know anything you're confused about it's fine because will smith is just as confused about it yep 
So, like, you don't feel like the movie knows more than you do. Well, no, you feel like the movie knows more than you do, but, but you're, you're following along with Will, with Will it's Smith. It's in his point of view. Exactly. Like, it's supposed to be like, if you don't get it, neither does Will Smith, and that's okay, because right. the, the universe, and there's mysteries, and it's just all bigger than you. You were just trying to make sense of what we can understand right this moment. It's the perfect answer to whenever, say, your girlfriend or boyfriend, you're watching a movie together, and she says... Who's that guy? It's like, just don't worry about it. You'll find out. Just let the movie play yes. out and you'll finally see. It Just stop asking questions. So it's that kind of... I've never <laughs> seen this movie it's, either. It's a metaphor for that. Yeah. So now I just want to... Every time, uh, if like Kate's asking questions... Like, all right, if we're going to watch Guardians of the Galaxy, okay. which she likes, I'm just using this as an example. Okay. She says, why can he only say, my I am Groot? So I like, just watch the movie and you'll find out, okay? I'm just going to actually start saying, men in black, men in black, just... Remember Men in Black. Okay. You, you won't know until you know. It's fine. You don't have to know more than the characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's actually... That's a good point for all movies. Is you <laughs> don't have to know more than the characters. Right. So, yeah. And but now that I've uh, just unearthed that little bit of wisdom for myself. Because I didn't hadn't really thought about that before. But it is a good metaphor for that. It's yeah. like, just go along for the ride. It's definitely one Figure of those movies. Yep. When you watch it for the first time, anyway. Yes. And like I said, I mean, I don't know what the second one is like, or the third... I mean, I <clears throat> I vaguely know the plot of the third one, just because it was more recent when I'd seen trailers for it. Yeah. Something's wrong travel. with K, so they go back in time yeah. and get Thanos to Well, no, basically, uh, uh, from what I remember of 3, uh, like this alien that K had put away years ago escaped, and he's going to go kill K... But then he somehow managed to time travel to the past and killed Kay in the past. Oh. So that, um, so now Jay goes back in time. Further. <laughs> yeah, basically, and works with Josh Brolin. Who is young Who Kay. is young Kay. Right. Um, to uh, stop it. Okay. So that kind of trope then. Yeah. Terminator trope. Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh. But anyway, I knew there was time travel involved in that one. Yes. So. But yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I'll see what kind of movie Men in Black Two is at some point because I don't know what that's like at all, really, other than what you've just said, where it starts off with Jay not being able to work with any partners, so he needs to get K back. Yep. I don't really remember why. I know that there's an a Johnny Knoxville's in it, and I a, did know that. I, I don't remember. He has two heads, doesn't he? Yes. Okay, I had seen that on TV a little bit, like flashes of that. But uh, honestly, I thought it was from the first one, though. So I was like, "Where is he?" <laughs> Come on, when's Johnny Knoxville going to show up? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't. I don't really remember what the bad guy alien wanted in that movie. Hmm. It's been a while. No, I don't know either. But uh, yeah, so that that's really the only thing I kind of thought the movie was going to do. I thought it was going to be way more in depth. Than it was. Right. But it stayed surface level and that kind of served the purpose of the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I think that helped. And I think it, it helped with the themes of it's just like, there's shit bigger than us. Right. So just, you know, don't think too hard about it. Just <laughs> try and live in the moment. Right. And, I, and uh, like you said, it really just plays to the theme of the movie. Like sometimes it can be lazy writing. Mm -hmm. But I think it was totally intentional with this movie. Yeah. And um, 
I think another movie that actually does that sort of thing well, where like everybody else, I mean, obviously it's, it's a little different from the movie I'm going to bring up, but like where everybody involved, they just know, they just get it. They know the rules. This is how it works. Mm -hmm. They know the things to say to get the things to happen. Mm -hmm. The movie, the other movie that really strikes that really well for me is the John Wick series. Oh, it's yeah, like yeah. they never explain it, but you understand it because it just like he said the thing here, mm -hmm. and that's why at the hotel, especially the stuff at the hotel, you get it based on everyone else's reaction. <clears throat> exactly, it's like he's you know he's like John Wick asks a question, they're like we understand what you mean, and like he gets ushered to where he needs to go, and based on everyone knowing exactly who he is, yes, and they they obviously have a reaction to his backstory every time his name is mentioned, yeah. Like, some kind of memory of him triggers their reaction, which but, makes you think, like, oh, something happened here. But you don't you need never, to know. You just need to know it means something to them. Exactly. It's like, you never need to know exactly the things John Wick did in the past. Mm -hmm. You just need to know that everybody's fucking scared of him. Right. That's what made the first one so good. Yeah, and the second one. I, I've only seen the second one once, so I don't really I saw, remember I, it. I saw that two, three times in theaters. Oh really? Fucking love John. I like I like John Wick two better than the first one. Really? Yeah. Oh okay. The fucking House of Mirrors fight at the end of the movie. Yeah, I barely remember that. Oh man, like I was just like, how? Where the fuck did they have the camera? Because literally <laughs> it was just all mirrors constantly. Like it could have been two way glass. It's possible. Or one way glass. I mean, that's yeah. That's actually probably the most likely one. <laughs> but there uh, we go. Um. Yeah, I just showed the first one, to, the first John Wick to Kate the other day, and she really liked it too. So yeah. that one's fresh in my mind. And yeah, it does do a good job, same level, same type of thing as that. Yeah, it's just like... Where it's all very surface level. You don't really need to know too much about the history of the characters in the movie. Just just know that they have a history, and they know, they know they what know the fuck they're doing, on. and that's all you need. Except for Theon Greyjoy. He had no idea what was <clears> going on. No, but fuck that guy in that movie. In, in that movie. <laughs> right. Well... Fuck him in the first <coughs> few seasons of Game of Thrones also. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you haven't watched season eight at all, so. No, sorry. So. We're not going to spoil it here anyways, because. I do know that Cersei eats the dragon, though. Yes. Yeah. She, I, with the fork that. And, that got spoiled for me on Twitter. Yeah, like like fork and knife, just while it's alive, she eats the dragon. Right. It was, it was fucking crazy. Yeah. And she ate the, uh, Ty uh, Tyrion's nose, too, so he looked yeah. more like he's supposed to in the book. Yeah. Well, but... but that, was, that was weird how they shoehorned that in there. Yeah, but it was kind of, But, like, at first, you're like, it was kind of a weird, like, play one where, like, you know, with, like, a baby where you take your... It's like you got your thumb, and then she pretends to eat it, and then his nose disappeared. It was like, what the fuck? Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that's how it happened. Yeah, I it was, just, it was I just bizarre. Knew happened. It was bizarre. She was really hungry that season, I think. <laughs> she was. Yeah. Huh. She just Weird. ate a whole dragon in Tyrion's nose. Yeah. And she wasn't even... And she... She didn't even apologize. No. She just did it. She was like, fuck you, I'm Daenerys. Yeah. And so, kept going. And then, and then left Stark her Starbucks. Came, Ned Stark became a White Walker. That was scary. Yeah. And then she ate Ned Stark, too. <laughs> <laughs> and then she became a White Walker. <laughs> I wonder if that could happen. Could you eat White Walker's flesh and then become a White Walker? Is it zombie-based? Uh, no. Or they just, their spell just as, makes as, anything dead come to life. And yeah, their magic, basically, it has to already be dead. Okay. And then as seen in the episode Hard Home, 
after like after the whites and the white walkers killed everybody there and like they fought as hard as they could but couldn't succeed and the night king standing alone on the beach mm. he raises his arms and all the fucking dead sounds everything else fucking gets back up right fucking great moment one of yeah. the best moments on that show um yeah so that's the, like the night king just raises his hands yeah i've seen that all episode. the dead stand up <laughs> and then Daenerys eats them cersei Oh, it was Cersei? I thought we were talking about Daenerys. No, I said Cersei. Oh, see, I switched to, I switched to Daenerys. I heard... God damn it, John. <laughs> Daenerys eats the horse heart. Cersei eats everything else. <laughs> well. She has a severe eating disorder in season <coughs> eight. She's now played by Rebel Wilson. Spo- <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Cersei is Daenerys the whole time. Ooh. It's like, it's the Fight Club twist. <laughs> Cersei is what Daenerys could become. Yeah. Because, uh, well, yeah, the Targaryens, they're incestuous. Yeah. Just based on the relationship with Jon Snow, definitely incestuous. Well, I mean, if you listen to anybody talk about it before, like, every Targaryen was fucking every other Targaryen. I know. So. <laughs> well, that was her excuse that why her and Jaime could be together. Like, the Targaryens used to do it. It's very popular. It's like, yeah, well, yeah. look at With the, the Targaryens. <laughs> Well, look how the Mad King turned out. Look how Joffrey turned out. Yeah. Fucking insane. Yeah, but because that's he's just an incest one out of baby. three. The other two were cool. That's true. <laughs> you know, while they were alive. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. The Tommen did, scene did surprise me. The Tommen one surprised me, too. I was like, oh. That I've seen the, Mar- or what's her name? Not Marjorie. Uh, the her daughter? Yeah. What's oh, her Marcella? name? Marcella, yeah. That one I seen coming a mile away. Yeah. It was like this crazy dorm. Well, and obviously, bitch. <laughs> obviously, Joffrey had to die at some point. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird to think like he was such a big player in the show. He, season he was three, four, four. The beginning of season okay. four, he died. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so it's it's weird to think like now at the end of the show, how many characters who were important before don't matter now. Yeah, literally a halfway point. Yeah. And then did they spend? They spent pretty much all of season four with Tyrion's trial. Then they must have, right? A lot of it was Tyrion. Yeah, that because was, King's the Landing was finale mostly... is when he kills Tywin, Tywin and Shay. And Shay, yeah. Yep. Shay had it coming. Yeah, I did not like the character of Shay at all the entire time I watched the show. I didn't mind her so much because I liked her kind of sort of relationship with Sansa. Yeah, but like the whole but time, I everything... didn't like her calling Tywin my lion. I was like, oh. I didn't like that, but I didn't like every time like Tyrion's like, hey, we need to do this because it will keep you safe. She's like, no, you just don't love me. It's like, dude, fucking stop. He's trying to fucking help. Just listen to Tyrion. Don't eat the help. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, Men in Black. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, That's what we were talking about. Uh, We got kind of off topic there. That's fine. We kind of needed to extend this a little bit just so we get in the flow of talking again. That's true, yeah. Again, two fucking, like, two, shit. It's been, like, two, three weeks since we've recorded an episode. Yeah, it's been quite a... It's been since we recorded Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Shit, yeah. It was When did Mortal Kombat 11 come out? Because it was just about that. It was like, two weeks before that. No, yeah, it was. Holy shit. So three weeks ago, I think. Yeah. When did the MK11 beta come out? Because I think that weekend is when we recorded... It was the weekend before, because we recorded the, the Sunday, Christ. and it was coming like, out it, the Saturday after. It was like the beginning of April was the last time we fucking recorded. So yeah, about a month ago. Shit. Yeah, we need to get We're back to bad this. people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
All right. Well, we'll create a, a backlog again, I guess. Yeah, yeah, we'll probably start doing a backlog. We'll definitely have to watch Independence Day and release that for uh, Fourth of July to yeah. be timely. And don't worry, kids. I'm unemployed now, so I've got plenty of time to record podcasts that no one listens to. Yeah, except <laughs> you, Nick, and Kate. And uh, Kate doesn't listen. <laughs> no, not Kate. Uh, never mind. So just Nick. Uh, I think my friend Jeff listens to him. Mm. At least he told me he was subscribed to the the Spotify list. So yeah, well, okay, I've got people subscribed anyway. Yeah, so we're, we're but I just know yeah. they don't listen. Yeah, so <laughs> you know, if you guys are listening, thank you for all like <laughs> maybe five of you tops. Right, and uh, just to say this, um, if you for some reason tweet at us and you have any issues with um, the podcast, like the way it sounds or anything. Uh, I, Jake, am the one who, uh, quote-unquote, produces the podcast. Yep. Uh, John is the one who's running um, social. the social media for everything, the Instagram and the Twitter, because I can't keep up with it, or I don't know if he's going to, so I don't want to send out a Twitter, Instagram post if he's going to. So, so now we actually have just jobs uh, assigned for this fucking thing? Yes. <laughs> so if you have any questions about the way it's produced, address them to me. Uh, let's talk. Let's reiterate the social medias then. And uh, yeah. So we yeah. Since it's been a since it's been a while. Uh, well, I mean, if they're listening, that's only been a week off. But <laughs> uh, for us, it's been a while. Um, we are now both on Spotify and iTunes. Spotify and iTunes. Yeah, I'll work on getting it on Google Play Podcast also. For those of you who use that, some people do. Um, I was surprised okay. at Chrysler. A bunch of people did. I was, Interesting. I just thought it was weird. <clears throat> but uh, so. Uh, and that's late to the uh, late to the show on both of those. Late to the show podcast. Late to the show podcast. And um, I we will have a say link this. to our Spotify on our Instagram. Oh, yep. Our website on Instagram is the Spotify one because um, I'll probably make the link on our Twitter, the iTunes one, just to fucking make things confusing. Um, <laughs> well, why don't we just put both links on each thing? Well, the issue is you can only have one website on Instagram. I know, but you can just put it in the um, <coughs> put them both in the bio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got rid of the uh, the SoundCloud one because we can't keep uploading to SoundCloud. Because oh, yeah, I just deleted everything not, off of SoundCloud. We're not paying for SoundCloud. So <laughs> if if you're looking for it on SoundCloud, we are not there anymore. But we are late to the show podcast on both iTunes and Spotify. Correct, Amundo. and uh, Anchor FM. If you listen to your podcast through there, okay, we're also that's on the Anchor. website that FM. puts it to Spotify and iTunes. Oh, okay. We put it up there first, and then it links with the RSS feed to both of those. Nice. Okay, so Anchor FM. I'll get all this information put into the the Instagram. <laughs> uh, it, we'll get we'll get all the links and shit put where it needs to go. Right. Uh, the. <coughs> if you want to email us any questions or uh, any suggestions for movies, it's late to the podcast at gmail.com. Yep. We couldn't get late to the show, so the email is late to the podcast at gmail.com. Which is also word. the Instagram, late to the podcast for okay. Instagram. And then Twitter is LTTS Podcast. It's LTTS Podcast. Um, we're still on YouTube also. Right. Uh, if you want to watch a single frame <laughs> for like an hour or so. Right. Uh, what else are we? Uh, you are at Jake Lavoy. Yes, Twitter. I am. I changed my Twitter, kids, so it's a little easier. Uh, either listed as Jake the Boy or my Twitter handle is Jake underscore Lavoy. L-A-V-O-Y. Uh, I'm still uh, at Rosendoom2. Uh, the second because, one. Yes, because I refuse to <laughs> go through the process of fixing Deleting that. Deleting the two. Um... <laughs> So I'm at Rosendoom2 on Insta- on Twitter. 
I'm Rosendoom1 on Instagram, but I... Still uh, needed the number, huh? Yeah, I still needed the number. <laughs> um, I don't know why for that one. Um, I think I, I think you just have to have a number or some shit. I, I don't fucking know why I have a number in, in my Instagram. Mm. Uh, for the most part, the only things I have there are little snippets from when I did my movie review channel on YouTube that I don't do anymore. Mm. Uh, since it's just like... I stopped being happy with how that was turning out. <laughs> um, and now I got this podcast to talk about movies instead. So Cool, cool. Uh, yeah, I think that's about all the social shit, and I think that's all the housekeeping that we needed to do. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, do we want to look through the list and announce a movie for next week's podcast? Because uh, sure. we're going to have to watch something and talk about it by next week. Um, what the fuck did we do before? We did MK Annihilation before this. And then uh, we are, and then we did Men in Black for this. Mm-hmm. Do what? Uh, what kind of what kind of movie do you want to do next week? Like we've done a couple. Uh, do you want to do a spooky movie? We could do The Exorcist. Nick, I know you really want us to do The Exorcist. I don't know if I want to do The Exorcist right now. <laughs> it's not really Exorcist season. Yeah, it's but our, summertime. I know, but then we're gonna have like twenty more episodes before we can. We it is Exorcist season. That's true. I mean, but what are we doing? next week okay yeah no um, i mean we can watch the exorcist and do that podcast but we need to something for next week do you want to do old would you want to go old and go planet of the apes we could um i know kate's been asking me about when we're going to be doing friday the 13th i there's mean there's not always, one coming up until september so well again if we're backlogging i mean we can always just record it and then release <laughs> Say, it later. Hey, happy Friday the thirteenth, y'all. Doesn't matter. We release on Tuesdays <laughs> in June. <laughs> um, let's see. There's. A... I'm, I'm enjoying keeping kind of the goofy one. You haven't seen, and I would like to do another one that you have that you haven't seen that, that I've you seen. Have? Okay. I mean, and I'm I, again. I'm digging the show. Would you want to do what we do in the shadows? Uh, yeah. When did that movie come out? How old is that movie? It's not that old, but it's more of yeah, a cult following type of movie. So, like, I know not a lot of people that I've talked with have seen it. Um, what we do in the shadows, 2014. Fucking beat you to it. <laughs> well, I need to figure out where I can get it at. Uh, that's a good question. It's on... Uh, oh, it's on YouTube. Oh, Prime Video? Oh, two ninety nine. <clears throat> it's it, Believe me, for two ninety nine, it's a fucking steal, in my opinion. Yeah? Um... And again, I'm really enjoying the show, and you know, I, 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 you know, Planet of the Apes. That's another one that you've seen that I haven't, and as we've mentioned, there haven't been a whole lot that I've seen that you haven't. That's fair. It's kind of a goofy movie. We'll, I know we're going to kind of keep in that. It's a mockumentary. Is uh, it a mockumentary? It is a mockumentary. It's all done documentary style. Really? Yes. So about what though? I guess about, vamp- about vampires who are roommates, but it takes place in New Zealand. Okay. It's got uh, Ty- it's directed by Taika Waititi, who did Thor Ragnarok. Okay. Um, it's got Jermaine Clement from uh, Flight of the Concords, and they're the only two names that I know. Hmm. Uh, Jermaine Clement actually uh, is the executive producer on the TV series. Okay. Uh, and Taika Waititi actually directed the pilot for the TV series. Oh, dope. Um, but the TV series is unrelated to. It's got the same rules, but it's unrelated to. Uh, the movie so far. I would like to see some of the characters from the movie pop up. And is it all narrative style, the TV show? Yeah. No, it's also documentary. Style. Oh, it is? It's it's all shot, basically done the same way. Oh, okay. Like, uh, the premise for the movie is basically like a documentary crew 
like they somehow I don't exactly remember they know like they're there to document the life of how vampires live in okay day. so they already know that vampires exist yeah basically like vampires are still supposed to be a secret but like the documentary crew knows that they exist and like this this these four roommates who all live like you know live together are going to uh fucking like document just how you know <laughs> what it is to be a vampire in modern day basically okay like what and and they're all like hundreds of years old mm-hmm. um it looked a lot like Nosferatu makeup also is that one of them the though time? one of them is oh it's just one <laughs> one of them is cuz he's like thousands of years old like he's <laughs> the oldest one looks super like Nosferatu old. <laughs> yeah i was going to not mention it but like he's like he doesn't talk and he's like everybody else in the just kind of like creeped out by him <laughs> and they're just like uh. and he just lives with them and he and he's one of the roommates who lives there <laughs> but yeah it's 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 really good it's kind of dry humor Mm-hmm. So just kind of heads up for that, but it's I I really enjoyed it, and so I th- I, th- I think you'll like it. Okay, I'm down to do that for next week then. Yeah, so we'll do what we do in the shadows for next week, and then uh, we probably want to get a couple podcasts recorded for next week. Right. Uh, recorded next week so we can start getting a backlog. Right. Well, um, free every day now. Yep. Um, Your boy is unemployed. Well, you're laid off. Yeah, but I'm so, collecting unemployment. So. Yeah. Well, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, but I mean, you might get your job back if they... Not for more than six months. Wait, what? Not for more than six months. No. (laughs) You need to find a new job. You need to find a new place to work. I've got 13 weeks to find a new job. Yeah. So... That's when I stop collecting 75% of my wage for nothing. (coughs) So, yeah, find a a new... Maybe. Yeah, I gotta find something new. I'm looking. I've applied. All right. (laughs) You want to work in a warehouse? No. Okay. (laughs) Nick uh-huh. also offered me the third shift <laughs> job. So, yeah, I just let you know if you ever wanted a job, I've got one guaranteed for you. So maybe at some point I'll pick that up. I might also just work part time at Main Street Meats. There you go. Yeah. Nice. That actually would be dope since it's grilling season now. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Uh, but yeah, so that's the end of the podcast. Um, once again, also a friend of mine, Dylan Hatcher, uh, the scene that got you. Um, after Wednesday, May fifteenth, look for my episode. It's gonna—I can't tell you the movie. He wants to guess the movie. Oh, this like it's gonna be going up before that. So what it is is yeah, I've, I've, we get there. He starts the podcast and then he guesses the movie that, or kind of, I guess he tries to think in his mind what the movie could be. I tell him on the podcast it's this movie. Then we talk about it for a little bit, hit pause on the podcast, go watch it, and then immediately come back and talk about it. Oh. Huh. The first episode was 30 minutes long, so I'm assuming it's going to be something Similar. like that. Yeah. And then we talk about it from there after we've both watched it. That's actually a really interesting concept. Mm-hmm. I like that. So we'll be do- and he said he's looking for more guests and stuff. He does it every month, so I mean, at some point maybe you'll see John's name up on the list also. Perhaps. I know his is on Spotify, um, iTunes, and I believe it's going up on Google Play if it's not already. Mm-hmm. But look for it there. So where does it? Where, well, that, that, anyways. Um, no, uh, no, later. Okay. Um, not not important. Um, <laughs> He's in Rockford. Yeah. If that's your question. Yeah. Was, yeah. That, okay. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, right. un, unimportant. Uh, that's Dylan. You owe us. Uh, you you owe us a plug. We plugged you. You plug yeah. us back. I'll ask him when we uh, record. <laughs> or you just or you just plug us, Jake. While well, you're yeah. There. Um. 
Okay, so that's the end of the show. Next week we'll be doing um, what we, what do, we in do in the shadows. Don't be late. Oh, boy. Oh, boy.